Right now, we're in the African savanna on a beautiful, sunny summer morning, where we're witnessing a young Amazon PPC campaign in its natural habitat. This juvenile campaign is just two weeks old, newly birthed from Seller Central. You can tell this campaign has so much natural instinct with its fresh new auto-targeting ad groups. Watch closely. You can see already it's learning how to stand and grow, reporting on clicks, conversions, and ACOS. While it seems like this young campaign is healthy and strong, in its youth, it's extremely vulnerable and unprotected from lurking predators. Michael, look! On the horizon, a herd of fierce, irrelevant search queries are approaching. Ah, yes, Stephen. While these queries are dangerous, they don't attack like a lion or a jaguar. Instead, they are parasitic, slowly debilitating an Amazon campaign by draining its ad spend budget to death with low conversion rates. This poor young campaign, defenseless and completely unaware of the encroaching danger. Oh no! The predators have descended upon the campaign! And look! Here comes, galloping in the distance, a search term with 75 clicks and no conversions. This is surely the end of this young campaign. Aha! What's this? Suddenly appearing out of the brush! It's a fully grown ad badger charging in! He's coming to save the campaign! And completely upgrading the campaign with new bid optimizations. Michael! The ad badger is completely pulverizing the vicious, unprofitable search terms. The ad badger has proven himself victorious once again, and he will go on to fight and defend more Amazon campaigns here in the savannah for many years to come. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven from Ad Badger, and you are listening to the AMZ PPC Den podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. And you guys can find all of our episodes, show notes, and links at adbadger.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, everybody out there in Badger Nation Stephen, how are you doing today? Stephen, I'll tell you what, before you answer that question, if people are watching this on YouTube, they're missing out big because you are rocking some sweet Napoleon Dynamite style facial hair right That's now. That's right. I got my, uh, I've been described as looking like a pedophile with this, with this little thin mustache. Oh dear. Maybe uh, don't watch this on YouTube. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm testing it out, but I don't think get negative feedback so far. So we'll, uh, don't worry guys, I'll shave it. I'll shave it later today. <laughs> Dude, I love the background of the, that the set that you've given people too. Uh, I'm really going for that. Now. I'm going for that Amazon rainforest vibes. You know, I'm, I keep on buying bigger plants. The, one of the plants actually, it's literally touching my ceiling. Uh, I don't know if the camera. Let's see if the camera can get that. It's like literally. Let's find out. Hitting the roof. Whoa. So I got to have the biggest Damn. plant in the room. You know. In the house. Fun, fun. That's right. That's what I say every day. Fun fact for the listeners out there: uh, we have an internal Slack channel called Plant Babies, where people talk about their plants on the team. Stephen refuses to join. Yeah, so you I like plants, but not that much. Yeah, everyone keeps calling me a plant dad. I'm not. I'm just a guy who has plants. Damn. One day you'll learn the lesson of plant dadship. Um, But without further ado, by the end of this episode, we are going to talk about how to start thinking bigger when it comes to your most important keywords using 
brand analytics search term report. And this is not to be confused with the standard search term report that you get in advertising reports. This is in a completely new section, which can really unlock about how to take some of the best terms for a product and the best products for a term and do things like find out your competition's conversion rate for certain things, find out their click share, like some really, really cool things. And this is all official data from Amazon. You know, you don't have to, uh, some third-party tool isn't guessing at it. So some really, really cool stuff here. And this is all part of a series uh, we're going to do over the coming weeks, a series on brand analytics. Uh, Stephen, why don't you walk the fine people out there about this upcoming series? Yeah, so we've gotten a lot of requests to cover brand analytics. And so, you guys, we do listen to you. We take your, uh, you know, your, your requests, your suggestions, and, you know, we take them to heart. We have a, uh, we really value you guys as our uh, community. So, um, four parts to brand analytics. This first one is covering Amazon. And really, when you open up brand analytics, there are basically four uh, titles on the on the left hand side you can click on. So we're basically just gonna walk through those four things. We were gonna do all of them in one episode. We realized it was way too huge. Um, each one warrants their own episode. So the first one is talking about Amazon search terms. Uh, next week we will then be talking about the uh, market basket analysis tab, which is you can see how how your top ASINs are bundled with other items. So uh, you know, imagine if you're in a and you're in a grocery store, you have your basket with you, you grab one item off the shelf, you grab another one off that's right next to it. You've essentially bundled those items in your basket. So you can see that market basket analysis. There is item comparison and alternate purchase behavior. Basically see what other products customers are comparing your product to and how often they end up switching to that other product. Um, very insightful. And then the probably the most intriguing is demographics reporting. This is information about purchasing audiences in your category from age to gender to household income, marital status, as well as degree of education. So, you know, some college, high school, um, college degree, graduate school, all of that demographic information is recorded by Amazon. So yeah, future episodes will we'll cover the rest of that. But today is just search terms. Yes. And I've got a lot of, I got a, I'm, I mean, we both do have a lot of stuff to say about market basket analysis, item comparison, alternative purchases, and demographics. We're going to save those for the future episodes. For right now, it's all focused on brand analytics search terms. Um, so Right off the top, you know, I mentioned it just really briefly. Search terms again; these are the things that people are searching on Amazon. You know, Amazon doesn't call those keywords. Like people type into the search bar, they type in search terms. So the first real differentiation I want to make here is that the brand analytics search term report is completely unrelated to what your sponsored products search term report is. Sponsored product search term report, that's going to be reporting on the searches that triggered your sponsored product ads, whereas brand analytics search terms are going to provide information about what searches are happening on Amazon, whether they are in your account or outside of your account. And, you know, this is the first, like when you first open up brand analytics search term reports, this immediately jumps out at you that, you know, you know, you can look at the number one searched thing on Amazon over a period of time. And in January, 2020, it was, can you guess? Are you waiting? Are you thinking? iPhone 11 case. That was the number one searched 
term and, on Amazon last year. And what year. was number, and number two? Number two is actually really crazy. Number two is crazy. Coronavirus is big right now. The number two searched product is N95 mask. And the number one purchased product is a 3M respirator 10 pack. Oh man, that's got a whopping 35% conversion rate. And the crazy thing, but then number three, four, we're back to Apple products. Number third most searched search term is AirPods. That has a whopping 75% uh, conversion rate for the Apple AirPods charging case. Crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So you can really see where, where people's yeah. hearts and minds are at. So yes. So exact, So you can see all kinds of interesting trends going on here, like the seventh most searched thing last month in January was Kobe Bryant jersey. So, so many little interesting things there. And that's the first thing to know, that this is completely different. The, the utility of this is completely different than your sponsored product search term report. Um, so we do have the, the first sort of thing that we really have to say about brand analytics is that word brand, which means, you know, Stephen, does everybody have access to this report? Unfortunately not. Um, Amazon says that this feature is only available to sellers who own a brand. Uh, so if you are not brand registered, um, this episode really doesn't apply to you unless if it's just an incentive for you to go through the brand registry process if you have a brand and make sure that you yes. get access to these tools because you'll um, pretty quickly see just how vital they can be. Right. There's a huge brand push on Amazon and a lot of these other brand analytics reports really uh, indicate that, but definitely think about it. I think Amazon just is preferring brands more and more and like they're giving brands access to these cool things. Um, so yeah, I don't know if this is against uh, terms of service or not, but if someone is in our private forum and like you wanted to run a brand analytics report for something, I'm sure people in the forum would be more than happy to help you out. Uh, they have access to, to it. So just some cool cool things there. If, if you don't have brand analytics, find someone who does. Uh, our forum might be a good place to start. Um, but really, I, you know, there's a couple different angles to tackle this on. Um, we have some official definitions from Amazon. So we're going to explain what the, it is. And then the big takeaway here, after we explain what exactly we're talking about when we say brand analytic search terms, then we're going to really get into where's the big value on that. Uh, and then Stephen, I know you use brand analytics a lot when you're optimizing campaigns. Um, so I'm going to talk a lot in the first part, and then you can take it away in the second part. <laughs> Sounds like a good split. Right. Uh, so brand analytics search terms, uh, essentially what Amazon says, it shows brand owners in aggregate all of the product popularity, click share, and conversion share. So, you know, we've, we've already covered a few of these topics. Popularity is like the search frequency rank. It actually lists out all of the, uh, currently I see 1.1 million rows of search terms. So I have loads and loads of search terms available to me. I have the number one clicked ASIN for that search term. I have the product title of that ASIN. Then with that ASIN, I have the click share and the conversion share of that product. So, you know, the number seventh most searched thing last month was Kobe Bryant jersey. I can see the ASIN of the product that got the most clicks. I can see the title of that product, Finney T, LA, Lakers, Jersey, Bryant, 
so on and so forth. It only got a 4.9% click share and it had an 8.9% conversion share. So it's grabbing 4.9% of the clicks, it's grabbing 8.9% of the conversions. And then I have that same information for the second most clicked product and the third most clicked product. They don't go all the way, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, 10th, 20th product. They only give you the top three. But already, like if you're sitting there and you haven't used this, hopefully the gears are spinning in our listeners' ears as they can sort of, wow, I can actually find out what product gets the most clicks. Uh, we want to save the strategy for later, but like the gears should really be spinning here. So just to recap, it gives you that information by default. However, Stephen, you can make some searches in here. You know, what can people search by in order to refine this list? Because you know, maybe they're not selling iPhone equipment or they're they're not selling Kobe Bryant jerseys. How do people like zero in to get information that they, they that they want that's more relevant to them? Yeah, and it is just important to note there really quickly that the top three ASINs are ranked there just by click share, not conversion share. So sometimes you'll see um, the right. number three ASIN has of those three. Uh, the least click share, but actually has the highest conversion share. Um, so yep. yeah, just one thing to keep in mind there. Um, so yeah, the the other thing that that the search terms report has there is there's a little search term box and you can actually type in a search term and it will pull it up for you. So it'll basically filter out all of the search terms that are ranking in those, you know, basically over 1.1 million rows and it will pull up just that search term that's there. So say you're just curious about how many people are searching for iPhone 11 case, you can type in iPhone 11 case and it will just pull up all the searches just with that. Um, it could give you a few variations like iPhone case, iPhone 11 cases, uh, things like that. Yeah, so that's really cool. You know, I just punched in Nintendo Switch controller because I've been playing a lot of Super Smash Brothers as have many people on the team here and you know, you can type it in and then I can see, A, I can see the search frequency rank of that Nintendo Switch controller. I can see related terms and their relative popularity, like Nintendo Switch controller is the 367th most searched thing on Amazon last month. But then Nintendo Switch Pro controller is the 3,778th most searched product. So I can see the relative popularity of all these terms. I can see the number one product title, the click share, the conversion share of all these things. And you're absolutely right with that last point that you mentioned. I'm looking at the third most clicked product for one of these searches, but it only has a 2% conversion share. So as a you know, marketer on Amazon, I can look at some of this information and see that this product gets clicks, but it actually has a very low conversion share. And I can try to pinpoint why that is and be sure I'm either mitigating that or using it to my advantage. So there's a lot of information that you can get here. Um, so that's another thing you can do. You could type in that search or you can type in some ASINs or products. So some really cool stuff here. Yeah. Um, another thing that I think is important to note here is um, if, so if you type in Nintendo Switch controller, which actually let me do it myself here, Nintendo Switch controller. Um, the way this, uh, the search filter works is it basically, so, you know, in Excel, you have like a contains filter and you're like, okay, if it contains this thing, um, so Nintendo switch controller, it'll show it up. Well, it needs to contain each of those words. So if you have a Nintendo switch controller, 
um, that actually won't include things that are just like switch controller. Um, it also won't include, or if you were to do one of these things were to be plurals, like Nintendo switch controllers, you would rule out all of the, the, so actually let me just say that again, I'll add the S here, Nintendo switch controllers and what comes up for the month. It's taking a long time to load. So probably not a lot. Yeah. Very, very few. Uh, it's, it's not showing me the singular versions. It's only showing me the plural versions. So the highest frequency ranked term here, Nintendo switch controllers is at 18.9 thousand. So when you are using this, you kind of want to strip things down to the most basic bare bone search you can do. In fact, maybe you just want to type in switch and just see what comes up. And you see when you just type in switch, you see Nintendo switch is ranked number 15 switch games. And then you can kind of scroll down and find, okay, where does switch controller come in? That comes in at 367. Um, you can see that there's Nintendo switch controller and switch controller, uh, two different search terms. But if you typed in Nintendo Switch controller, you would have missed out on the Switch controller search. So you do, when you're experimenting with this and, and trying out different searches, you do want to make sure you you uh, kind of capture shorter and shorter variations um, so that you don't miss anything. Uh, you know, you don't leave anything behind. Yeah. You know, I won't even begin to point out the, the humor, the irony in the sense that this does not treat close variants and misspellings the same way as a normal exact match right. keyword is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm bidding on Nintendo Switch, uh, I will get impressions and clicks where Nintendo Switch is plural or something like that. So there's a lot of weirdness that I won't get into. <laughs> but, right, so um, you may, and so you may even want to experiment with um, with misspellings of words and see if there's any kind of traffic there. Yeah. Um, and as we're doing this, you know, high level overview. What is it? What are we looking at before we get into the strategy? You can also download this. Uh, you can download this to an Excel file or a CSV. I, I'm not crazy about the file that it spits out um, only because those titles are very, very big. So you really need to play with your Excel functions. You need to know how to, you know, break the text um, so that it's not like taking over all of your rows and all these good things. So you can export this, this all into Excel. And yeah, one other thing just to keep in mind here is that this is not showing you how many searches a month or how many searches a week mm -hmm. are happening for these searches. It is purely just ranking them. So the, so the rank between number one and number two, uh, between how many searches could be billions of searches for that month between ranks one and two. And then the between ranks two and three could have been barely cutting, like it could have just been barely made it by like a thousand, like 1000 searches could have been the difference. So something yeah. between like AirPods and AirPod case, um, ranks, which were number three and four for the month, those searches might not have been too far off as the N95 mask at number two and AirPods number three. So, uh, yes. yeah, just something to keep in mind. Fun fact for the listeners out there, a lot of tools that approximate search volumes, like that where it approximates how often something gets searched. A lot of those are based off clickstream data, which it's basically like, let's say you download a free extension on your browser that needs to get monetized somehow uh, if it's truly free. What they might do is they might track how many times thing gets, things get searched on Amazon, and then they'll sell that data to someone. And then like that data broker will then sell it to tools so that they can get somewhat, you know, so they can get approximate figures. Um, so some pretty interesting ways that search volumes come up in all these different keyword tools. But just like you mentioned, 
Amazon doesn't actually provide the actual searches per month. What it does provide is just the search frequency rank. It's actually kind of crazy that they don't. I mean, Google does. Uh, so it's, it's, it's always kind of weird that Amazon still doesn't make that easily accessible uh, for all of us. We have to sort of guess and poke and prod at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's dive into some strategies for how we can actually use these in our keyword research and campaign management process. So the first thing that I think has come to everybody's mind at, by this point in this episode is thinking, wow, what a great way to find out what the most important keywords in my campaigns should be, because those search terms are the highest ranking, most frequently searched terms on Amazon. So after you've done some experimenting, um, you've, you've played around with a few different types of searches that you think might be super important. Uh, the other thing that you can also do is you can type in your ASIN there. You can also search by ASIN. So you can type in your ASIN, type in competitors' ASINs, and you can see what those ASINs... So if one of those ASINs has the number one, two, or three, uh, they're the number one, two, three... <laughs> they're the number one, two, or three most clicked ASIN, meaning they have the, the top three percentage of highest click share, um, it will show you for which search term um, there, if, it, if it's on that list. So another great way to kind of just do some research to find really important search terms which you then want to take and turn into keywords, exact match keywords that you want to bid on. Going back to Mike, what you were saying earlier, um, between like that, you know, when you're typing into the search bar, uh, the search term report that Amazon has does not act like exact match keywords, including misspellings and plurals, stuff like that. Uh, another thing to note is that the search terms will be listed differently. So like AirPods case is on this actual image that we have on our on our notes here, AirPod. AirPod case is number four. AirPods case is number 11. Now that's actually really important to note because the product is called AirPods. And so people who are typing in AirPod case, they're, it's really more of like a slang version. And yet that was actually ranked number four. So the, the misspelling, I guess, the singular version of it actually was getting more traffic than the plural. Now your one keyword, however, is, is whatever keyword you have is going to qualify for both the singular and the plural, but you definitely want to keep an eye on that. Um, but that being said, we've talked about single keyword campaigns. And if you're ever going to make a single keyword campaign, you're going to do it for one of two reasons. Uh, number one, uh, and probably the most common reason, is because the traffic for that keyword is going to be so high, so strong, that you really want to optimize all of your placement settings accordingly, because those those uh, ad placement settings, you know, adjusting your bids for top of search versus product pages happen at the campaign level and they impact every single keyword in the campaign. So if you have hundreds of keywords in a campaign and you realize top of search is doing really well, it might just be a few keywords that are doing really well at top of search and not all of them. But when you increase top of search, uh, all of the big keywords get increased for top of search and maybe now top of search performs poorly when you look at it at the campaign level. So you take just the most important keyword or your top performing keyword, you put that in a campaign of its own. And essentially what happens, and this is where it's kind of really easy, I think, to manage a campaign like this, um, is you figure out what your cost per click should be for rest of search, and you set that to the bid for the key, for the keyword, and because the the default bid is going to be the rest of search cost per click, because you can't increase or decrease rest of search, and then you can increase top of search based on what the top of search cost per click should be. We have another episode on how to you know calculate those bid changes, but um, that is the first reason why you're going to. Or the first way in which you can use these 
Amazon search term reports, this search frequency ranking system, and figure out which search terms should be single keyword campaigns. Sorry, that was a lot. That was good. Let me, I want to, I want to walk through this, just break some things down. Um, So basically to me, I don't know to you, Stephen, but to me, the goal of brand analytics is to like find out what your most important terms are for you. And then also find out the most important terms for your competitors too. So it like allows you to get this view where, you know, we're approaching it. The point that you just mentioned is how you as the product owner should be interacting with it. Us as the marketers should be interacting with it where it's like, Hey, I, I just identified this is, this is the biggest term for this product. And I better, you know, I want the Amazon choice badge. So I'm going to put this in a single keyword campaign and I'm going to crank up the top of search bid. And part of the, the reason I discovered that was using brand analytics. So it's, it's sort of cluing you in. It's helping you find your most important terms because you can type in keyword, you'll get related terms and you'll find ones that are potentially more popular. Uh, you'll type in your product, your competitor's product, and you'll see these biggest, fattest, highest search frequency ranked searches and then boom, like optimize for them. Uh, take a look at, you know, hey, if someone's in the, someone's got the top spot, the biggest click share, the biggest conversion share, why is that? Like, what what can you study from there? Like, let me re-optimize my product listing and let me go after this with a little bit more intensity, get that single keyword campaign going. Um, so if we were to sort of just summarize this, break this down, using brand analytics can help you find what keywords should be plucked out into single keyword campaigns so that you can set your placement bid modifiers on them because otherwise your placement bid modifier is set for the entire, all the keywords in a campaign. That's why you would want to set up a single keyword campaign. A little weird quirk about Amazon still, but um, that, yeah, that, that's a big one. If anyone has any questions on this, you know, definitely drop it in the comments or send us a note. Um, But yeah, that was a, that was a big one. Like, Helps you identify the things that you want to go win those badges for. Helps you identify those things. Another thing too. Um, so say there's a keyword that is ranked. You and know, then it's like your, of all the search terms that are relevant to your product, you know, you're looking at the one that is the most highly ranked search term. Um, you're looking at your exact match keyword that matches that search term in your campaign, and you're looking at the cost per click is like a dollar fifty. You don't know where that dollar fifty, where the cost per click is a dollar fifty. Is it a dollar fifty at the top of search or at rest of search? Do you even have any impressions for that keyword at top of search? Are you winning any impressions? Or maybe their top of search is like $3 and your rest of search is, is $1 or, or less. And so, it, so but you're, you're getting more of your clicks at rest of search. And so the average is pulling it down closer to the $1.50 side rather than $3 because you get like one or two clicks for $3. But then all the rest of your clicks are going to your $1 click. And so your CPC is like $1.50 at the end of the day. So when you're looking at your keywords, it doesn't show you which uh, which ad placement, you know, wh- what where your ads were placed for that keyword. Again, why that single keyword campaign strategy is effective. Um, and then, yes, and then th- that brings me to the second reason why you'd want to have a single keyword campaign, which is for the extremely competitive keywords or search terms, I should say, that you just can't afford to, to be in the auction. And here's what I mean by that. <clears throat> When I was first creating 
um, single keyword brand ads, uh, sponsored brand ads, where every headline was tailored to match the search term in order to, you know, create a very highly relevant ad to this to the searcher. Um, we have another episode on that. You guys should check out. Um, I was using a search term report from my seller, uh, from like my, my sponsored product search term report and taking the search terms that had the most impressions, that had the most clicks and thinking, man, these must be the most important searches, the most important traffic. But then I compared that against the, the brand analytics search term report and realized I wasn't even getting impressions for the searches that are the most uh, competitive, uh, the ones that are the most frequently searched. And the reason why we weren't getting any impressions for those was because the CPCs were too high. They were above our target ACoS. And so let's just say, you know, given the conversion rate, we could only afford a $1 bid, a $1 cost per click. But in order to get on the page, you need to pay like $1.50. And let's just say top of search was $2 or $2.50, something crazy. We couldn't afford that. However, where the, what you can do with these single keyword, really competitive campaigns is create a top of search only campaign, which is all we've also talked about in previous episodes. But essentially what that is, is you set a very low bid. So let's just say top of search costs a dollar and rest of, or sorry, top of search costs $2 and rest of search costs $1 and it's very competitive and you can only really afford like 50 cents. Well, what you would do is you would put a 20 cent bid on this keyword and then increase your bid for top of search by 900%. So now you are bidding $2 for top of search, but you don't want to just put a $2 bid on the keyword because then you'd be paying $2 on product pages, which, uh, which, you know, statistically get the overwhelming majority of impressions and clicks because you can have up to 39 ads on a product page at one time, uh, versus sponsored products or sorry, versus the search, the search engine results page, which only has like 13 ads at a time. So, um, so you don't want to be paying $2 everywhere for rest of search, for product pages, et cetera. You're only willing to spend $2 for top of search where you know the majority of clicks go and where conversion rates are the highest. And you're intentionally going to be losing money with that $2 cost per click, but it's you're going for the long-term gains to gain or a better ranking for that search term. And so yes, you, your ACoS may be high, but you're quarantining that spend to the most important ad location. And you're not just blowing thousands of dollars everywhere. You're just investing a couple hundred dollars at the most important spot. So hopefully that makes sense. If not, let me know. You know, basically what we're saying here is that when you launch that auto campaign and then you go and you look at your sponsor product search term report, the top one search term that you're getting may not actually be what you're that's what you earned, but you may be eligible for more things. So like you may be eligible for the number one highest converting search term and the, you know, the best search term, the more popular search term, but because it's more competitive, you just weren't bidding enough in your auto campaign to ever even get impressions for that. Or if you did, you got very few and you would never know unless you cracked open your, uh, you know, your brand analytics report. And then you can actually see, oh, wait a second the search term that's most popular in my account is actually one that's got a way better search frequency rank and it's completely different than mine and than my top one in my account. So brand analytics helps you point out the truest, most popular thing for your product, the truest, most popular search for your product. So which one has the best search frequency rank? It might not be the most popular search term inside your auto campaign. So really the only way to find that is to crack open brand analytics search term report 
and dig in. Um, on the flip side of that, you know, because you could approach that that way, and you can also approach it from punching in your ASIN or your competitor's ASIN for sort of a quote unquote like real reverse ASIN tool. So you can actually, you know, take an ASIN, and I'm gonna do this right here, right now, take an ASIN, punch it in, hit apply, and then what do I see are the 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 search frequency ranks of all the things that it's sort of eligible for. Um, so I just punched in like a Nintendo Switch controller, but then I found out that, damn, if I go all the way down at the bottom, you know, it it is eligible for Nintendo Switch Ring Fit, um, which isn't even the same product, but it's eligible for it. Um, and, you know, that top ranking search term is something that it's eligible for, but uh, it might not be winning uh, all the time. So it, it helps clue you in on what you're eligible for, what your competitors are eligible for, and it helps you find that most popular term that you can then start taking strides to optimize. Because if you can rank highly, be in the top three spots, both for clicks and ideally conversions, that could be a game changer for a company. Yeah. Um, another thing to note too about the number one clicked ASIN, or at least the ASIN with like the biggest conversion share, those products are usually the ones with the best chances at um, the best chances at winning the Amazon Choice badge. So they don't always mm -hmm. win the Amazon's Choice badge. It's not always the one with the with the biggest click share or the biggest conversion share wins the badge. There's a few other things that play into effect, such as um, you know seller rating, all that stuff. Um, but they have the very frequently when you when you're clicking around and finding them, it looks like those are the ones with the Amazon's Choice badge. And so that is again why that kind of top of search correlation yeah, causation. I mean, if sixty six percent of the clicks go to above the fold or the top of the search, um, you getting that top of search campaign going, generating that extra traffic. Not only will that just help you kind of gain sales momentum, hopefully get more reviews, which you know again spins that flywheel, but it, it also gives you the best chance at winning Amazon's Choice Badge for that specific search term. And if you can win that that can then help you secure that spot as the number one most clicked ASIN with the biggest conversion share if you have that choice badge. So uh, just huge upside potential. So that is brand analytics. That's how to, what they are, how to use them, how to enhance your Amazon marketing strategy. This is one more tool in your tool belt. Um, a couple few quirks, which we'll put up on the blog too, but I think we mentioned a few quirks about the you know, it doesn't operate like a normal keyword and a search term that you would get in sponsored products. Uh, like there's no such thing as close variance in this report, Amazon search terms for brand analytics. So if, whatever you type in, that's what's going to be treated. If you type in a misspelling, that's like a completely different thing here. Uh, some other things we noticed about spacing, Stephen. Yeah. So if you say you're selling a product like Bluetooth speakers, um, you may want to compare Bluetooth without the space to blue space tooth. Um, cause we just did that test and we saw that there were quite a, f the blue space tooth is a pretty commonly searched thing. Um, you also don't just want to run Bluetooth speakers cause maybe people are looking for something else. Like you want to use synonyms all the time. So instead of Bluetooth, try wireless, see what people, what people are coming up with wireless speakers instead of, um, speakers use boombox or just leave it just, just at wireless or just at Bluetooth and just see what searches are coming up, um, to find what potential, 
uh, keywords you might want to try to target. Boom. And that is Amazon brand analytics, Amazon search terms. Uh, I don't know about you, Steven, but I'm probably going to crack open this Nintendo Switch. I don't have one and yet. And hopefully some listen- yeah, listeners out there, if you play Super Smash Bros, hit me up. Take, take you in an arena. See what's up. And then one day when I get one, I'll join the battle. One day when you get one. You've been wanting to get one for many, many moons now. Yeah. Right now, maybe I guess I'll just uh, crack open that book you bought me and start reading it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All righty, everybody. Have a good one. We will see you next week on the show as we continue uh, some of our exploration into this whole brand analytics and how to amplify your Amazon marketing strategy specific to your paid advertising. Have a good one, and we will see you next time in the Badger Den. Hey, everybody. It's Mike here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And as some of you may already know, the podcast isn't all that we do when it comes to Amazon. Uh, We actually spend the majority of our day working on building the best Amazon advertising tool we possibly can to help automate a lot of the concepts that we discuss during the show. Yep. And we appreciate you as listeners. We'd love your feedback about our app. Uh, And if you're interested in giving our free trial a shot, just head on over to adbadger.com slash podcast deal. That's adbadger.com slash podcast deal. Thank you so much for the support, guys. We really do appreciate you. And we'll see you next episode.